It's time for Six and a Song. Our next guest is a shot put star, no less. One of New Zealand's most successful field athletes, having won bronze at the Rio Olympics in 2016, gold at the 2017 World Champs, and gold at the Gold Coast 2018 Com Games. He's the Oceania record holder with a personal best throw of 22.9 metres, and of course he's gearing up for this year's Tokyo Olympic Games in July. It is a great pleasure to welcome to the show Tom Walsh. G'day, Tom. G'day, Tom. Hello, guys. How are we? We are great, buddy. More importantly, how are you? Are you excited? Are you fizzing? Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited to uh, to go away. I'm, I'm leaving next Sunday, so uh, it's been a long time coming for me, and it's it's good to know that I can well, I can travel and, and do what I love again this year, which is which has been a long time coming. It has been, mate. And what's your path to the games, Tom? What countries did you go to before you end up in Tokyo? Um, I go to a lot of countries. Uh, I'm going to Phoenix, Arizona first for two yeah. competitions. Then I go to Doha for the Diamond League comp, um, back to Georgia uh, in America, and then to Italy um, after that, and then back to America, and then back to Europe, and then the Games. So, um, yeah, <laughs> those, those air miles and the status is going to be looking pretty good by the end of this year. So, Tom, <laughs> when it, when it, oh, that's extraordinary. When you list off all those countries, some of which are struggling with covid yeah. I mean, I who was I watching the other night on the news? It was an athlete, and they said they're just terrified. They've taken so many precautions. They're not sort of shaking hands, not even looking at people in the eye almost. <laughs> yeah. Do you fear yeah. Do you fear at the moment catching it in one of these countries? Oh, for sure. Um, but I've been very lucky to have both jabs now. Um, right. So uh, in theory, um, I should be a little bit more protected than, than the general public. So, yes. Uh, I'm very lucky there. So, look, obviously we're going to take a lot of precautions uh, in terms of face masks and hand sanitizer and, and things like that to try and um, not catch it because if I do catch it, I'm not allowed to compete at these competitions. So, right. right. Uh, and what about the the quarantining in those countries? Do you have to do any of that, or do you get special dispensation? Special dispensation uh, into those countries. So, um, but also saying all this, things can change and things have changed yeah. um, already to our plan about two or three times. So, yeah. All right. Very good indeed. Now, Tom, let's go back in the time tunnel uh, now, talking about talking about your life and career, apart from the games, obviously. How did you get involved in shot put in the first place, mate? Uh, I was always a big kid at school, um, uh, so I, I, I just kind of took it up and I was reasonably good at it. Um, but saying that, I, I was more keen on rugby and cricket uh, for at least my high school um, years. And then uh, I was doing it, but I'd, I'd go to like school champs and I'd go to you know, South Island champs and then nationals. Um, but it was really my third sport. And then um, I went to world, uh, the World Juniors, which is under 20s, and Jeff O'Gill managed to win that, um, which was fantastic for him. Um, but, and I bombed out. And that was the point where I went, right, this is, uh, I was a bit, I was jealous. I wasn't a bit jealous, I was very jealous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said right there and then I said, oh, I'm not going to let this, this guy um, have an easy run at it. Um, and so that was kind of when I was about 19 um, or 20. That's kind of when I decided to to kind of put all my eggs in one basket, which was which was throwing shot put. Amazing. What's the what's the part of the training that you find the hardest to get through? <laughs> now that I'm a little bit older, I mean, I, I, it's it's uh, the, the the weightlifting side of things um, is because I know how sore I'm going to be after it. Um, yeah. And we do some pretty uh, nasty stuff. <laughs> and uh, so just mentally before lifting, sometimes I struggle a little bit, but, but once I'm in there doing it, it's, it's all go. Um, it's just sometimes, it's just like with runners, sometimes the hardest part is putting the shoes on. 
Well, you you look like you just. Oh, do you do bench presses? I mean, every guy wants yeah. to know this. So how how much how much can you bench press? Uh, I've bench pressed two hundred and forty kgs. Holy Crikey, moly! That's quite a lot, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely. Hey, listen, on, on a much much. <laughs> I was going to say much lighter topic, but that's pathetic. That's the worst dad joke in the history of the world after 240 Ks. But one of the things that, for example, cricketers are, are very, very particular about, they have favourite bats and they break their hearts yeah. a little bit if, if they get split or anything like that. And I know you play cricket to a good level yourself, mate. Mm-hmm. As a matter of interest, as a thrower, do you have like a specific shot put that you like training with or, or does it make no odds whatsoever? One's the same as the other. Oh, look, I definitely have a competition shot put that... that I use, um, and the importance with a shot put is that it's perfectly balanced because when you're putting um, as much horsepower as what I've got through the ball and it's sitting on your fingertips, it's kind of quite important for it to be balanced on that. So I always throw a Nishi, which is a Japanese model um, of shot put, and, and to be honest, um, I'd say uh, 90% of the top throwers in the world use that shot. Right. Um, so, and, I'll, and I've got to travel with that too. So um, I've got to travel with that and also um, my training shot put as well, um, so that's that's uh, fourteen or fifteen kgs of luggage gone just like that. Straight away, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do when you go on holiday, like a holiday, to actually yeah. not, you know, you're away from the sport and stuff? Do you still have to train with a shot put? Do you still throw? Oh, usually I don't really get a holiday um, when I'm training. Uh, to be honest, I might get the weekend off, but right. but that's you know maybe once every six weeks. But I'm training six days a week usually. But when I'm on a holiday, it's actually quite nice to not have to worry about packing all your straps and your belts and your shoes and your shop boots and your tape and all that kind of stuff like, uh, and just kind of get away from it and uh, just chill out. Right. Absolutely. Tom, we all know that in all walks of life and especially at the level of competition that you're involved in, involved in occasionally I'm in, I'd imagine it's a pretty rough times mentally basically with your throws. What gets you through those times? Yeah, it's, it's been, it has been really tough for me motivational wise uh, over the last 18 months for sure um, and I was okay during our lockdown, I was fine, I trained really well, I got through some things, I, I addressed some issues that we um, hadn't had a chance to address um, because it was just one major competition after one major competition mm. so I was really good through that but what I realised was when I came out of our lockdown in New Zealand that how stuffed the rest of the world was and how hard it was for them and, and how much of a lucky situation we were in. But, but then realising that my chance of doing what I love, which is competing uh, against the best guys in the world on the big stages, was, was, very, it was a tiny, tiny chance in 2020. Mm. Uh, and that really it took me a long time to get, get mentally out of that. Yeah. Uh, and I really did struggle. You've done incredibly well in that Diamond League circuit. Do you have mm-hmm. Do you have close friends in the circuit, Tom? You know, guys you compete against. Yeah. Do you, are they f- friends? Yeah, for sure. I've got a I've got a good um, group of friends that that we throw against. Um, and and a lot of my mates actually come down here. I've, have come down here over the years and, and thrown against me. But uh, there's always one or two bad you know bad fish in the pond, isn't there? So uh, <laughs> we don't we don't get I don't get on with all of them. That's for sure. Right. No, very good indeed. Hey, talking about people that you have liked, who's the coolest sports person from any sport that yeah. you've ever met? And obviously, we're thinking about I guess things like the Olympics, Commonwealth Games, <laughs> or, or wherever, mate. Who, who's the coolest person you've ever met in sport? Who's the coolest person I've ever met? Being a a, a cricket. Um, mad kid and, and also still now to this day 
Um, probably Shane Warne was um, ah. one of the coolest guys I've ever, ever got to meet because uh, he's just, uh, you either love him or I hate him, and he's just a yeah. typical Australian. I mean, if he's got an opinion, he's going to tell you. Yeah. Um, and some people don't like that, and, and but I find it quite amusing. So um, he was pretty, he was pretty cool, and he didn't hold back as well, which was nice. Did he teach his flipper? Oh, look, not with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We are joined by Olympian Tom Walsh for Six and the Song. Thanks again, mate, for your time. Yeah, thanks, Tom. No worries, guys. Now, mate, just very quickly, just before we get to our quickfire questions, it just occurred to me during the break that one of the things over the years as a journalist, I've occasionally been around big, strong sports people, and <laughs> one of the things that bemuses me is that there are people that go to, whether it's rugby players, shot putters, weightlifters or whatever, and for some reason there's the occasional man in the street that wants to arm wrestle. Have you ever had anybody <laughs> out of the blue say, oh, mate, listen, I just wondered, how about an arm wrestle? Oh, yeah, I've had multiple people, um, and and usually for some reason that more occurs later at night. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and have you then subsequently wanted to shot put that person? <laughs> <laughs> so it depends how they are about it. But sometimes yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Righto, um, mate. We're just going to run through some rapid fire questions for you, Tom. Cool. Who is the living person that you most admire? Um, my father, because uh, of his. Work ethic and uh, yeah, he's just one of those men that if if you want something done, he'll do it. What a nice thing! Good stuff. Now, mate, what's the best present you've ever received, Tom? Best present I've ever received. Um, what is? Oh, nothing really sticks out. Um, okay. Really, uh, best present. No, nothing really springs to mind. Okay. Oh, sorry, guys. Not at all. <laughs> right. Who would you like to play you in a movie of your life? Um, I'm busy, by the way. So you're busy. Someone. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> so cheer <laughs> someone. <laughs> what about you? Well, I would have to dye my hair because and, and, I'm a bit grey, Tom. Otherwise, I'd be happy to uh, step in, buddy. But, uh... What about uh, Russell Fox or, or someone like that? Yeah, there, there you go. Okay, fair enough. Who is, uh, rather, what is the most embarrassing piece of clothing that you've ever owned? I bet you've got some good oh, polar fleece. Um, I'm still Nick. No, um, I have got a, a, a purple uh, onesie that I had to wear in a competition um, one day. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, on that, I noticed in one, of, in one of your answers before, you said you travel with a cape. What, what's, the, what's, what's the cape there, Superman? A, ca- a cape? Did I say that? Oh, did you say cape? He said, he said tape, but he wiped oh, his fingers with. <laughs> I thought you said cape. I thought, oh, gee, there's something about Tom we don't know. He goes into a, into a phone box and comes out as a different person? No, no. Well. <laughs> Apparently not. No, okay. no. Because yeah. you tape your fingers up when you throw, eh? Oh, yeah, tape. So that makes yeah, much yeah, more that sense. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> now, second to last of the quick fire ones, mate. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, for my... First ever throws coach, uh, Ian Baird, who um, said, and it took me a long time to figure this one out uh, because I was 16 or 17, um, don't push the river, let it flow by itself. Say that again. We just it just broke up there, Tom. Uh, don't don't push the river. Let it flow by itself. Don't push don't the river. Push let the it, river. Let yeah. it flow by itself. What a yeah. brilliant piece of advice. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. And if you could invite three people to dinner, who would they be, please? Three people to dinner. Um, I would say Tiger Woods. Yep. yep. Um, uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, oh, yeah. He's very interesting. I yep. find him very interesting. And um, I would have to take a friend because then you've kind of got a shared experience. So yeah. um, 
you know, maybe my, my, my partner Dana, um, she can she would she would come too, yeah. So the three of the, the, the three. That's really nice. I was just, uh, just going to ask. passing, Tom, I wouldn't leave Dana alone to Tiger Woods for too long, mate, just a thought. <laughs> that, I was no. just going to ask you, you don't often um, hear about your partner, Dana. I didn't know that you had a partner. So, do you have any children? Uh, no, no children. I'm usually um, away about 200 days a year. Um, so I think at the moment it's probably slight, well, it is slightly unfair to yeah. leave Dana yeah. with, with uh, some kids, but uh, maybe in time. That's maybe. very Good thoughtful man. of you. Good on you. Well, we've loved chatting with you, Tom. Yeah, thank you. And just before you go, mate, what song have you chosen and why this song, please? Um, Phil Collins in, in the air tonight. I, um, I was probably born, you know, 20 years too late. I, I'm more of an 80s kind of music kind of guy, 80s and 70s music type of guy. Uh, and I just love how it's... Uh, Builds up into the to the drums. Yeah, I love that Cadbury commercial where the gorilla plays the drums. Tom, all the very best in Tokyo. You've got a team of five million behind you here, mate. So good luck. Yeah, good luck, Tom. Thank you very much, guys.